welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about All Things Gymnastics. And this week, we are so excited to be joined by Yale senior Riley Meeks. She's here to discuss the recruiting process and how it is different for an Ivy League school, how the pandemic impacted the first two seasons of her college career, her goals for this final season of gymnastics, and so much more. So stick around. But before we get to that, we want to real quickly thank our Gold Level Patreon supporters. So a big thank you to Emily B., Kathleen R., Lucy S., Becca S., DFP, Blake B., Cookie Master, Faith M., Kristen R., Lori S., Sabrina M., Amy C., Erica S., Milan W., M., Derek H., and Abby M. Thank you all for continuing to support our show each month at the highest tier level. We appreciate you all so, so much. And if you are interested in becoming a Patreon supporter, we have a link in the show notes down below to how you can join, what the perks are of each tier level, and how much each tier level costs. It ranges anywhere from $1 a month to $5 a month. And we have a variety of different perks, such as getting a shout out in an episode like this, seeing who our next guests are going to be before we release that information to the public, and being able to submit questions. Yes. And we recently started doing a little segment over on Patreon where we give you guys our unfiltered thoughts on a variety of topics. So you can always ask us a question and we will answer it in a post or in a direct message. Or if there's just things going on in the gymnastics world that we either don't have the time to address on the podcast or maybe we don't want to address on the podcast necessarily, we will address it over there. So if that sounds like something you're interested in and you are looking to support us, then consider joining today. Again, we appreciate you guys so much and we hope you enjoyed this interview. Before we get into today's episode, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Asher Athletic. With the bar heel pad and gym heel pad by Asher Athletic, gymnasts now have two kinds of footwear to provide protection and security when learning new skills. With special padding for painless impact protection, cool mesh inner soles to help keep feet cool, and a non-slip bottom all made from vegan materials, Asher Athletic heel pads are helping to create a new standard in gymnastics training and protective footwear. Train with confidence and focus on your ability to achieve the best results with Asher Athletic heel pads. Click the link in the show notes down below or visit AsherAthletic.com to learn more. kind of wanted to start by talking about how your college career started because you kind of had a slower start to your career with COVID and everything your freshman year obviously the season ended early and then your sophomore year in 2021 you guys were one of the few teams in the country that didn't actually have a season they canceled it so you finally got to compete your junior year but I guess how difficult was it those first two years for you to you know not be able to compete and dealing with all that uncertainty what was that like? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely difficult to come in and you just have a vision for what your four years are going to look like. You expect to get four full seasons. That's sort of how it goes. Um, so coming in, obviously, you have goals in terms of how you want to contribute to a team um, in college. Obviously, it's much more of a team focus as opposed to individual focus. And so it was really fun to sort of get into that environment of working for the team. And we had a really strong team our freshman year, a lot of big goals for ourselves And unfortunately, we lost the Ivy Championship, and then we had our conference championship later in the season. So we're a pretty interesting conference because only four Ivies offer gymnastics, and that's not big enough to be a conference. And so we have a separate conference. And so we were really looking forward to sort of our redemption and wanted to come back and redeem ourselves at conference championships. And then obviously, the first wave of COVID hit and our season got canceled. And that was sort of a 
obviously crazy moment for everybody. And then after that, we're like, oh, it's fine. We'll be back in the fall. We'll be back at it next year. We'll get our redemption. We'll get to come back and do all the stuff. And then I think we were the only division one conference to cancel that season. And that's another setback for us. Um, Our team, we say we kind of thrive under chaos. So we were like, okay, how can we take this and shift into a new mentality? It was obviously really hard for our seniors both of those years, obviously, to see their seasons or careers end that way. But our coaches have been so amazing in the process and trying to sort of shift our mindset and make sure that we're still focusing on what we care about, which is our team, each other doing the best we can. And so our coaches that sophomore year, when we got canceled again, um, they kind of shifted and said, okay, what can we do for our seniors? How can we do this for the team? And so they did, we did two in-house competitions my sophomore spring. And so that was one way of us trying to sort of honor our seniors, make sure we're staying up to skill level with gymnastics and stuff. Obviously, it's not easy to go so long without doing your sport. And so it's definitely a weird way to start my college career. Uh, My freshman season, I didn't get to compete a ton. Um, It's just how the lineups worked. And obviously, you want what's best for the team. So I had those goals sophomore year, wasn't able to do that, but got to have these in-house competitions with our team, which is sort of reassuring when it comes to competing because it's like, okay, I'm going out. There's no pressure. How can I focus on what I want to focus on so that moving forward, I can improve, better contribute to the team. And I think we all sort of had that mindset. So it was definitely not the start anybody wants uh, to their college career, having one season canceled in the middle and then another canceled altogether. But then being able to come back junior year, we were able to just go all in on the season and came in with a new perspective of we get to compete. This is not something we've had a full season. We haven't had a full season yet. So how can we make the most of it and get after our goals and all of that kind of stuff? So, yeah. So in 2021, when the season was canceled, like you said, very few teams actually had their season canceled. So what was that like for you guys to have to sit back and watch all these other teams go on and compete but then it's like you guys can't I guess what was that like sitting back and kind of watching all that unfold and knowing that like you could be out there but yeah it's definitely frustration there's anger involved like obviously you want to be able to do what you came to do like we came to compete and obviously we understand that our university has made the decision that was best for us in our conference. And that's what we had to do for everyone's safety. And it is what it is. And so you kind of just have to take these things as they come at you. And I think our coaches have done a really good job and our seniors and our leaders on the team did a really good job of instilling that in us. It's like, this is what we have. What can we do with it? I've always been a huge gymnastics fan, obviously, but I also love watching other teams and I get really invested in other teams. And so it was kind of fun to be able to just you know, sit back on Saturdays and Sundays and be like, let's see what other teams are doing and get to follow. Um, I'm a huge Michigan gymnastics fan. I'm from Ann Arbor. Um, We're big Michigan fans too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) So I was obviously all for it, watching them win nationals. That was amazing. Um, I have teammates, old teammates that are all across the country competing. And so getting to cheer them on was awesome, obviously, but it's definitely frustrating when that's again the vision that you have for your college career is that you're out there doing it and you get it taken away it's just it's a perspective shift for sure but I think we all grew a ton from it and made it so that we could come back when we actually get to compete and just go out on the floor and be like we get to do this not a lot of people have that experience where you've had something taken away and then you get to go back to it 
And so we went in with a mindset of gratitude and just, we get to, and so that's sort of how we've defined our season last year. And I think we're carrying it into this season as well, because we've seen all the chaos, we've seen the ups and downs and we know anything can happen. So it's really a one day at a time, one meet at a time, one season at a time, and just making the most out of it when you can. So even though you guys weren't competing that one season, did you still get to practice? Like, how did that work? Um, Interesting question, because essentially what Yale did was first semester of my sophomore year, sophomores actually weren't allowed on campus because they wanted everyone living in their own dorms. And a lot of students at Yale stay in dorms all four years, some are three years, but you have to stay on the dorms for two. And so they had sophomores not on campus that first semester and then freshmen not on campus the second semester. And so I was not on campus my fall sophomore year. So I really wasn't training a ton. I was working out here and there trying to get in the gym when I could, but it wasn't until my spring semester that we came back and we were able to practice obviously with a lot of COVID restrictions and we did what we could. And that's when we had a few in-house competitions and just trying to stay up to date with your skills and making sure that you're still ready for next season. Cause at that point it still had two seasons ahead. So yeah. trying to stay in shape as much as possible. Yeah. Gymnastics is not one of those sports that you can take like too much time off. You no, know, it's definitely an interesting experience when you have the first wave of COVID where you're taking this long amount of time off and then sophomore fall when I was not on campus at all. So I wasn't in the gym with my teammates and trying to, it really sort of makes you shift to that internal motivation and sort of trying to keep yourself going when all you want to do is be on campus with your team and just doing what what we came here to do. So getting back on campus that sophomore spring was really nice to be able to get back together with most of the team. The first years weren't there at that point, which was obviously a bummer. So junior fall was the first time we had our full team together again. That's so crazy. Crazy. It was crazy. (laughs) So I want to talk about the recruiting process because Yale is a very difficult school to get into. There's like a less than 10% acceptance rate. So it's not an easy school to get into. So how did that affect the recruiting process for you? And did you have to have like kind of a backup plan in case you didn't get into Yale? I guess like, how did you go about recruiting um, particularly with an Ivy League school? Yeah, definitely different. I think I grew up very much with academic motives instilled in me, and that has always been a priority. It's been both academic and gymnastic focused. I think everyone has a goal when you're doing gymnastics for the most part to see it out as long as you can. And so I knew growing up that my goal was to do college gymnastics as you go through high school and you're starting to be much more involved in putting in a lot more work academically, you kind of start to see where you want that to go as well. And so in the recruiting process, you're considering both avenues. Uh, For me, I sort of realized that I want to make sure that where I'm going to school, it has an academic focus as well. I didn't limit that to Ivy's in my recruiting process, but I knew that was a goal of mine and a dream of mine to be able to do gymnastics at an Ivy League school because it's a perfect combination of the two. But you definitely in the recruiting process, have to open both of those doors and make sure that you're weighing all of the options because you are entering into an application process that's also super difficult, um, which makes recruiting from the coach's end interesting too, because they have to make sure that you're keeping up with the academic standards to get in as well. So what was it about Yale that drew you there? Oh my gosh. Um, so at first, I, obviously you keep all of your options open. Um, But when I came, I came on an unofficial, I think after my junior year, 
now obviously recruiting is super different than when I was being recruited. So that was another interesting factor was that recruiting starts really early for most schools, but for Ivy's it's much later because they need to see where your academic standing is as well. So it's kind of hard to weigh those options because you can't fully know if a school can take you at the Ivy level because of the academic standard. Um, So once I was able to start fully going in on Ivy's and realize that this was actually feasible for me, I was able to come out on an unofficial visit here. And I love that Yale is a combination of obviously academics and athletics, but getting out onto campus, it's an amazing campus. But I also like that it's kind of intertwined in New Haven. And so I like the balance of campus and city, you kind of get both aspects. So that was one thing that really excited me. Um, And then also just getting to meet the team. Like I could tell there was, there was something really unique about our team here that really drew me in and just felt like such a welcoming environment. Um, And the coaches just have such a focus on our group and doing what we do. And they're so invested in all of us as a team and as individuals. And I sort of picked up on that on my first official visit. And then when I came back on my official and got to spend a weekend with the girls and meet the coaches and see a practice and see how things work here, I I really knew that this was the environment that I was meant to be in for college. And I feel like everyone says you go and it feels like home, but honestly, it really did. It made me so excited to get back my first year and just get to be with the team and get to be a part of something that's so unique. Also, one other thing that drew me into Yale is the legacy that we've built around this program. Um, Our former head coach, Barbara Tonry, she started the program 50 years ago. This year, we're YGT 50, which is really cool to be able to be a senior on our 50th year and having her. She started the program and there have been many times over the years where they've thought about potentially cutting the program or, you know, it it happens in our sport. And she has just been the biggest fighter, not only for our team, but for female athletes and gymnasts across the country. And I think she's left an incredible legacy. And that's something that we, as the Yale Gymnastics team, try to incorporate every day is just maintaining her legacy and her motivation and vision for the team. And so that's another thing that we this season really want to go out and perform for her. We were able to sort of do that last season was our first season without her. Unfortunately, she passed away after my sophomore year, which she was coaching until she was 83, 84 years old, which is crazy. Incredible. Crazy. Like the most incredible woman I know. Um, And so just embodying her coaching and her lifestyle and her legacy and her vision for the team is something that we really try to incorporate every single day and out on the competition floor. So especially as Team 50, that's something we really want to do this season. So I love that. Yeah, so special. So sweet. Yeah. Extra motivation for everything you do. Totally. I mean, yeah. she was such a unique person and puts her heart and soul into this team. And so we try to take that and put our heart and soul into every single day in the gym and every competition and just remembering and carrying on her legacy. Mm-hmm. And that really drew me into the Yale gymnastics team because you can see it right when you get here that this team is really bonded together because of the legacy that she built. And Yale doesn't award athletic scholarships, right? Correct. Yes. So was that something when you were in the recruiting process, is that something that you like thought about or it kind of, you know, played into your decision? Absolutely. I mean, getting a scholarship is such a massive deal. Paying for school is not an easy thing. Um, they are, there are no athletic scholarships at Ivy League schools. So that's something that going into the recruiting process, you have to consider. Um, there's 
financial aid that they offer as well. But yeah, there's no athletic scholarships, which definitely makes adds another tier of consideration when you're looking at schools. Is it hard to balance gymnastics and academics? Yes and no. I Well, yes is the answer. Yes. But <laughs> I think with gymnastics, someone said to me recently when I was talking about the sport of gymnastics and how intense it is growing up, especially, they said to me, they said, how were you so mature and disciplined so young? And that's just something that's so ingrained in us as gymnasts when you're growing up because you're so all in on your sport and putting in so many hours from such a young age, you're sort of forced to grow up and manage your time in a different way than I think most other individuals, athletes, whatever, that you're, you're figuring it out really young. And once you get to high school, you're going to school for however many hours, practice for four, four and a half, five hours a day, you're commuting to the gym. So you're sort of learning all of these skills really young. And so being able to transfer that into college has been super useful and makes the transition, I think, a lot easier because you have to do it growing up as well. Obviously, the coursework here gets in college gets much more difficult. And so you really just have to be on top of those time management skills. And I think at Yale, it's really nice that our coaches obviously have an understanding that this is academically intense as well. And they're very respectful and understanding of that. And that's also huge. So it's just about communication and transparency with coaches, teammates, your friends and everything, and just being disciplined and self-motivated to work really hard, both in the classroom and in gymnastics. And so it's definitely a challenge, but you sort of start to get in that routine and making sure that you're on top of all of the different things we have to balance. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to gymnasts that want to go to an Ivy League school? Do you have any tips? Yeah. Um, I think just throughout high school, understanding that an Ivy League school is looking for multi-dimensional students. And so when you're going through the recruiting process, especially at an Ivy, you still need to have other extracurriculars, other volunteer work and stuff like that that you're doing in high school. And so really committing your time in high school intentionally. So obviously you need to put in all your time to the sport. You need to put in the work for school, obviously, because those are really big considerations, but also just putting time into other volunteer work, extracurriculars. I think that's super important, but most importantly is finding a place that you think is a good fit for you. And so for me, I found Yale and an Ivy League school where I wanted to be. And so thinking about that before you go, because obviously the sound of anything can be great. Oh, this is awesome. I can go to an Ivy League school and do gymnastics. Is that somewhere that I want to be? Do I see myself with the team? Do they have majors that I'm interested in? Things like that, making sure you're weighing all of the options when you're going through the recruiting process. Um, and then obviously just working hard. I mean, you have to, like I said, maintain that discipline through high school and college. And so being able to make sure that you're on top of that in high school so that you can carry it over and get the experience that you want at, in college. So you're a senior this year. Yeah. What, are your, what are your goals? <laughs> First of all, do you feel ready to be a senior? <laughs> you, you look kind of sad. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sad. It feels so surreal. We've already talked about how I had a season and a half canceled. So I'm like, wait, I, I feel like I still have, I should have two and a half more years left. Right. Uh, but no, this is my senior year, which is bittersweet. I mean, I, I absolutely have had an amazing experience here and it's just really hard to believe that this is the last one. So I would definitely say 
I'm not ready for it to be my senior year, but it also brings a lot of really fun stuff. Like this is, this is my last year and I can go into this season with that mindset of just last one, best one. I absolutely love my class and my team this year. And we have awesome coaches and we have a lot of big goals. Um, And so being able to just go out last one and just sort of have a mindset of do everything that you can to make it the best possible, but you don't necessarily have to worry about anything beyond this year yet. Just trying to live in the moment and enjoy every, every step of the way, but it's definitely bittersweet. Yeah. Have you given any thought to doing the fifth year? Cause that is something that because of COVID is on the table. Is that something that you've thought about maybe doing? I've thought about it. I don't think that I'm going to pursue that avenue. I think I sort of came in knowing I have four years. It's super unfortunate that our four years got off to a rough start with canceled seasons and everything. But I think I'm in the senior mentality now. And I really just want to go out this season and do as much as I can to contribute to the team and just make it the best year that I can um, and savor every every minute of it. But I think this this will be this will be my last year. So what are your goals then for the season individually and then also as a team? Yeah, I think individually, it's really just improving upon my career highs. Last season was a really strong season for me, but I want to build on that. I want to up those highs as much as I can and contribute to the team in any way that I can. So I really, really want to just go out and improve on details. I think that's something that you can always improve on, but this season, especially again, it's the last one. So I just want to improve on any little thing that I can and just do the best that I can. And then in terms of team, we want to win IVs. We want to win GECs. We have, we have big goals, but most importantly, I just want our team to have fun and just go out there and do what we know how to do. I think we have a really unique team dynamic and it's a really, really special place and a really special group of girls. And so I just want all of us to savor all of it and make the most of our team traditions and just having a fun season and winning on the way. Mm -hmm. What about career goals? Do you know what you want to do once you're done with gymnastics? Yeah. So I'm actually, I'm going into finance. So I'll be working in investment banking after college. I was able to do an internship last summer and really enjoyed it. Um, And so I'm going to be continuing down that avenue. Another thing that I absolutely love, and I feel like throughout COVID, I've been able to sort of have more of an awareness of is just sort of the lifestyle and mindset sort of mentality. And so I'm looking forward to moving into potentially some coaching and working with younger athletes in the recruiting process or in gymnastics and sports. And I think we've all gone through a bunch of ups and downs in our sports, in school and anything. And so I really am looking forward to getting into sort of some coaching and mindset work um, on the side in addition to my finance career. So that's something I'm really excited about and want to be a resource because I've been through it. I've been through lots of chaotic ups and downs and be a good resource. So Right. Like what better person than somebody who's been through it all? Exactly. Exactly. So I would love to be able to be a resource that I didn't necessarily have growing up. Um, Yeah. Love that. So we like to finish off with some really fun, random questions. (laughs) The first one is, what is your favorite gymnastics memory? Oh, let's see. (laughs) My favorite gymnastics memory definitely came last season. We had going into the season, like I mentioned, my first year, 
we unfortunately lost Ivy's and we're looking for redemption. And so my junior year, we got to our Ivy competition and it was at home. We had fans, which was a long process getting there, but we got our fans back in our arena, which was so nice. And so we went in of a mindset of we're going to win. We've been waiting for this moment. We want our Ivy rings. So <laughs> let's go in and let's do it for ourselves, for our team, for our coaches. And it was so much fun being at our home, our home gym and competing in front of our friends and family. And we just had such an awesome meet and the energy was so high. And after our last, we ended on vault, our anchor on vault, she stuck her vault. And at that point, we kind of knew that we had, we had won Ivy's and it's been, it's something that we had been waiting for, for so long. And so having that moment as a team and with our coaches was just something that I'll carry with me forever. It was amazing. Yeah. Not just to win, but to have your fans there after you went mm-hmm. all this time without having fans or, or even competing at all Yeah, you know, around the country, other teams, they weren't allowed to have fans and stuff. So it was kind of something that gymnasts were having to get used to, but there's nothing better than having your fans there in the stands watching you. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> what about favorite social media app? Oh, I like TikTok. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, we all do. I'm a big fan of TikTok. Um, yeah, I probably spend a little bit too much time on TikTok, but I love it. <laughs> Me every night is I'm trying to fall asleep. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> what is your favorite way to spend a day off? Ooh, that's a good question. I love just exploring New Haven and going to different places, different coffee shops, different restaurants. I think we have a really cool city here and a lot of really good food. And so trying new places and I've been trying my senior year to expand my horizons because obviously you find your favorite places and you just keep going back to them. Um, So trying to expand and get to hang out with some of my other friends outside of the team. We spend so much time together um, and I'm so lucky that I have a team that is so as close as we are and we love spending every minute that we can together. Um, But on day offs, getting to getting to go hang out with my other friends and just explore, walk around What's a movie that you can practically quote the whole thing from start to finish? <laughs> um, <laughs> I absolutely love Bridesmaids. <laughs> nice. A great movie. I've seen it so many times. Yeah. Mine would probably be Mean Girls. Yeah. Mine mean too. Girls. Yeah. Also <laughs> Pitch Perfect. I love Pitch Perfect. <laughs> one. <laughs> yes. Um, last question. And this one I think is kind of cute. So this could either be gymnastics or it could be just like real life. What is the best day of your life so mm-hmm. far? <laughs> right. Because hopefully like the actual best day of your life is still to come. But- <laughs> yes, exactly. Let me think about that. That's a hard one. Yeah, I know. That one's kind of a difficult one. I apologize. Day of my <laughs> life. I feel like I'd love to hear like people talk about what the best day of their life is. So. Yeah, no, it's a good question. Let me think. Okay, I'll go with a fun one. Maybe not the actual best day of my life, but a really, really good day. Again, huge Michigan fan. I grew up a huge Michigan football fan too. Uh, My whole family has just been going to Michigan football games our whole life. And I was at the Michigan-Ohio State game last year when we won. And that was a long time coming, clearly. Um, So that that was a really, really good day. (laughs) That is like the best one to be at, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I grew up getting to go to all of the games. And then obviously once I come to college, can't go to all the games. And so it's heartbreaking, but that game is right around Thanksgiving. And so when I was home last year, 
it was right after Thanksgiving. So I got to go to the game with my brother and then a bunch of our friends and we just had such a good time. And were you like one of the millions of people that like rushed the field after? <laughs> Sadly, I did not, but my brother and his friends did, but we were freezing. It was snowing so hard. We were like, let's just go see, go back to the tailgate and celebrate with everyone. We don't want to deal with getting on the field and then finding our way off. <laughs> yeah, it's a chaotic. It was so chaotic, but being there was so much fun. Well, we are super excited for this season and hopefully this podcast will generate some more Ivy League gymnastics fans. Yeah. Everyone needs yeah. to pay attention. <laughs> yes, yes <laughs> absolutely. Spread the love. Yes, please. <laughs> we love it. We love it. That does it for this week's episode. We just wanted to thank you again to Riley for taking the time to come join us on our show and for sharing a little piece of your journey with us. We so appreciate it and we're really looking forward to cheering you on in your senior season at Yale. And we want all of our listeners to go show your support. Go follow Riley, go follow the Yale gymnastics team and give them some love. Next week, we are super excited to be joined by newly minted world bronze medalist, Emma Spence. So we talk all about the world championships, how her performance will affect her confidence going into her sophomore season at Nebraska, and of course her goals for this upcoming NCAA season. So it's actually a really, really good episode. We think you guys are going to enjoy it. So make sure you're subscribed to us if you're not already. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram at all things gym pod and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on so you don't miss any of our future episodes and if you listen to us on apple podcast we'd really love it if you could go and give us a review or a rating whatever you prefer but it helps our podcast land in the hands or the ears of the right people i guess you should say so and i believe spotify has some sort of rating system now i have not seen it myself so i cannot advise you on how to do that but i've heard other podcasts that i listen to on spotify they will say like give us a rating on spotify so apparently that's a thing well if you have spotify and you have success in giving us a rating or a review over there please do that and then also let us know that you did it so we know that it is an actual real thing and then how you did it if you could let us know how you did it that would also be great We love you guys so much. We hope you have a great week and we will talk to you real soon. Bye. Bye.